Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hi. I was um I was on Instagram Live for like a whole two minutes, and there yeah. was like one person. <laughs> I saw. Shout that. out to Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was watching it right, like as he Facetimed it, so I didn't even get to finish. I was like halfway through. And I was like, this is Damn. so surreal, because you're like, I got a message, Seth, and then, it, like, you had already done that. <laughs> uh-huh. It was, um, it was worth a shot. I might do it again, just yes. because it was, like, fun, and I was just drinking, so, woo. <laughs> Holla. All right, well, welcome, everybody, to Thanks for Coming. <laughs> what a crazy week on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3. Girl. Insane. <laughs> it was crazy. So many notes. I my fingers hurt. Like I think I burned off my fingerprints. So my MacBook's definitely damaged. I might need a new one. <laughs> I, I all my I'm like Typing bald now. Furiously. I had <laughs> I ripped out all my hair. I was so stressed out. <laughs> Edges snatched, wigs snatched, baby hairs, yeah, no more. I know. They're all gone. <laughs> all gone. <laughs> Goodness. Well, we all know it was the week of RuPaul's All Stars three, where the eliminated queens had their chance to get back. But before we jump into that, how was everybody's week? My week was wonderful. It was full of lots of work, <laughs> and now that's over. Though you made so. that sound so fun. <laughs> was it that fun? Did you get fired from your new job yet? Not yet. I'm working on it. But... Suspect, right? <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I want it's a lot of work to get fired. <laughs> I want that un- unemployment girl. <laughs> Hot checks. <laughs> right? Um, How about you, Seth? But I, I also had a good week. If you've been uh, following our social media, especially like Twitter and Instagram, you've been se- you may have seen that I went to a live, uh, what do you call it, like a... A viewing, a live viewing party of the yeah. episode, and because yeah, the tea, girl, you were there. <laughs> because I am in Seattle, my host <sighs> was none other than Ben Della Prim. God, what? <laughs> who this whole episode <laughs> and podcast will probably be about. Um, so I have lots of that behind the scenes tea. Um, we're going to be using lots of clips because you know I recorded all of that. I got all the receipts. Yes, just like a good drag drag um, fan, you caught all of it. This is all for you guys. I got the receipt. No tea left behind. <laughs> no return no behind policy. <laughs> no edges left behind. Jesus. Yeah. What a crazy week for that. It was crazy. And um, also, you've been trying to get into a viewing party, and just so happens this is the one where the gates opened for you and you were there. Okay. So this Can is, we say fate? <laughs> it was fate. <laughs> but this is what I think happened. So normally the viewing parties are hosted by Binda La Creme and Jinx Monsoon. Okay. However, if you are a dedicated Drag Race fan, you know that the tour happening right now is the Haters Roast Tour, which uh, Jinx is on, which was also in Seattle thursday night the same night that this was all going down yes (laughs) so in addition to me being at bendela crim's viewing party in addition to the haters roast tour 
Bibi Zahara Benet was at a different club oh, viewing party. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what? It was... Where was she? Popping. A bar uh, I've been? Uh, no, it's a place that I haven't been yet. It's called Our Place. Okay. We but haven't been there. It's, I think it's like the, the hot place to go, but huh. I don't have any gay friends here. So. so BB was in town too. Yeah. So okay. Seattle was just like drag, like all the time metropolis <laughs> like. yeah yeah that was popping off thursday night you guys i wish i could have been everywhere all at once for you but unfortunately that's not how reality works <laughs> you need to do better next time i, mean, I know I, he's still developing those powers i'm working Maybe on it time. i'm working on it you guys sorry <laughs> <laughs> Well, my week was fine. I finally got my standing desk so my chiropractor can stop screaming at me. Uh-oh. Gotta work on those so, those legs and, and gluteus maximus at work. Yes, yes. Legs, hams, lower back pain. We're tightening all of it up. So <laughs> I was pretty pumped about it. Are you going to be cardio kitty at your desk now? I could be. <laughs> I think you should cardio be. Cardio kitty? I could be cardio kitty. I even like... I'm so snooty. Okay, so the company is not going to order you any anti-fatigue mats unless you really stamp your feet. You know I ordered my own shit, right? And it's brick, brick brick-ass red, so everybody knows it's mine. This is mine. And I still wrote my name on it. Hell yeah. such a drama queen. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I'm a drama box. This is mine. This is mine. (laughs) It is mine. Get some. Trendsetter. Trendsetter. Everyone's going to have one. That's right. As long as they don't have brick red, I don't have to, you know, log into mm-hmm. um, bitchstolemylook.com or whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bla- backslash, okay. oh no, she better don't. Oh no, she better don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Well, should we dive into this like craze of an episode? Yeah, girl. Well, also we did have a, a fun tweet from our new tweeter... So we got a new friend named uh, the Will Jameson. That's right. What would this be without an icebreaker? I know yes. we need we need some fan interaction commentary. So so Will Jameson asks us, who would be on your dream cast of All Stars four? Oh, I would love to see Laganja and Gia Gunn come back. They've improved Ooh. exponentially since their season. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Gosh, these listeners are always serving the tough questions. I know. I'm going to try not to be um, too favorite-y, but, you know. I'm, hmm. I think Trixie should be on it again. <laughs> again? Again? For what? <laughs> She's on this season, bitch! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, has Miss Cleo been in touch? Like, what's what's going on? I think they should bring Thorgy back again. She needs another chance. This one thing goes to We need to give Thorgy a break. I want Thorgy to win. Okay, so I've said it before. I would like to see Raven back in the game just to challenge her a little bit because Raven's very cocky, right? Like, let's see if she can hang. Morgan's doing very well for herself now. You want Raven Simonier in the competition? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think she was ever on the show. She has to be on the show first. Oh no! Test it. No. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. I I would like to see like. Yeah, Raven is good, but I would also like to see um, Pearl back. Oh my god! Because it's like only if she's drank (laughs) a little more coffee this time. (laughs) She needs to turn it out. Well, I mean, 
I don't know. I love Trixie's comment last week about the partially sedated, sedated wink. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Like Pearl, I just I love Pearl on her season. So I think it would be fun to see her again. Yeah. Um, but like obviously Valentina should be there. So I'm not uh-huh. mentioning her. But uh, wow. Um, Did you hear that? Should be there. <laughs> I, you guys, I've gotten on on the Shangela and BB train a little bit, but I can don't think I can ever get on the Valentina train again. Okay, so that glacier that disappeared, that came off of your heart. You're warming up. Yeah, I um, have <laughs> oh. recently kicked Rose off of the door, and now I'm the sole owner of the door, and Rose is dead. <laughs> so. uh, you know you know, I'm going to say I want to see Shea Coulee. I think oh, that she yeah. has more to serve. Oh my gosh, yeah. This would just be like the Beyonce lemonade tour yeah. moment. Shea you know, needs like to come just... back. <sighs> I also want to see Nina come back. Nina Bonina okay. Brown. And Nina Flowers too would be cool. Um, I could co-sign both of the Ninas. I want to see a Nina versus Nina lip sync. Battle of the oh, Ninas. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That sounds like an extra fierce um, um, battle on like Street Fighter or something. Battle of the Ninas. One of them would die for sure. Like, in... <laughs> What would they wear? And how would they die? I don't oh my know. gosh. And then... A literal wig snatch. <laughs> but the brain maybe would still be attached? Maybe. <laughs> and then I want to see Tammy Brown back too. Oh yeah. We need oh, a quirky queen. So. Speaking of like Nina versus Nina, could you imagine like t- a Tammy and a Thorgy lip lip sync? That would be the strangest like three and a half minutes of television. Wouldn't that be <laughs> bizarre as hell? Tammy would be cool because like Tammy was just like ahead of her time, honestly. So. She was, and she's much more polished now too. Her drag Super. styles is similar, but much more polished. Yeah, I agree. Like I agree I, completely. And when you said. Nina or uh, Tammy versus um, Thorgy. I just had this like weird uh-huh. image of them like scissoring on stage, <laughs> 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 just like rolling around, and Thorgy's just like woo woo, <laughs> <laughs> and then Tammy is just like speaking Spanish the whole time. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh my god! Shit, oh, that's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the night. Yeah, try and get that out of your head. <laughs> Thanks, Queen. Ooh, I want to go around again. One more. Okay, One more. so what about also um, Raja? Mm. Well, but the thing is, you have to save her for like, a, well, I guess you don't have to because Bibi's on the season, but I was like, all winter season. You see, I asked that on purpose because yeah. Stoney really wants to I... see Raja on an all winter mm-hmm. season. Yeah, I want to see Sharon on an all se- all winter season. Right. Yeah. Also, Sharon, Sharon come on. and Alaska on a on the same season. Oh, that'd be crazy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that would be insane to watch. I know they're on good terms, but they still. are. But they both have like similar like needs for lots of attention <laughs> lots yeah high maintenance for sure also i think uh. i was just rubbing my microphone all over my face so if it sounds <laughs> weird i'm sorry <laughs> everyone he's holding his microphone in his fist yeah. we'll have to do a podcast just like um i don't know like all-star seasons or something because i have some like fun ideas for like a second chance season like with 
like, but bringing in, like, all-stars to coach them up. So, like, bring Are in... you sending Rue and Michelle pitch emails? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, you bring in, like, Layla McQueen and then have, like, Alaska, I'm like, for coach it. her. Oh, yeah. Big brother style. Big sister style. Do you want to have, like, a small conversation about the newest RuPaul scandal that I don't know if you've seen? Because I think it's blowing up as we talk. So, Oh, gosh. What's happening? <laughs> so there was an article. I don't remember where it's from. But the gist, there's two different points that kind of get that people are mad at Ru for. The first one is that they were hoping to have uh, bio queens on this season of RuPaul's, this coming 10th season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And there's quotes of Ru saying, well, I don't think that they belong on this show because oh gosh because the, there's something like more rebellious about a man in drag or something and oh. it's not the same for biological females oh yeah i just pulled up um out magazine's article on it it says drag loses its sense of danger and its sense of irony once it's not men doing it because its core because at its core, it's a social statement and a big F you to male-dominated culture. Right. So Whoa. so there's that. And then also, it kind of goes on because they were talking about having trans women on the show. Because, you know, mm. have, there's like queens like Peppermint. and Peppermint, yeah. And Rue was saying that they had them on the show because they had not transitioned yet. Uh-huh. Mm. Who was the, the other Rue queen that transitioned early on? There's, They're fully transitioned now. There's been a couple. I mean, there's Jiggly. Jiggly is now... I don't... Is trans... It, well, is trans, is a trans woman. Yeah, is trans. Um, there's also Sonique was all, uh, is also... Carmen. Fully, yeah. Carmen. You know, that's also who should be on there, Sonique. Because I love Sonique in her season one. It was like one uh-huh. or two. I forget which one. But... That's um, pretty early on. Yeah, I she, agree. She also trans, but um, yeah. So I just thought it was like interesting. Like personally, I'm not offended because I think that there is space for bio queens to be in drag, of course. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Michelle Visage is a drag queen, Come right? On. Yeah. So it's like it just kind of takes away from the initial concept of the show. So. I think maybe there should be like a different show or something. Maybe like a spinoff or yeah, something, spin-off right? Or something. Yeah, that can. Inc- and I see, I see where Rue's coming from because for Rue, if you look at Rue's career, Rue is a young gay black man that's been through a lot and came up in drag. And like to Rue, this is the identity of drag. Not discrediting anybody that's um, once like they decide to go down the trans journey and become who they are meant to be. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> Rue, I think it's more of a struggle, not necessarily struggle. I'm not going to say that. Um, it's like, is that a part of what I'm doing? Because this is what I had to be to subscribe to this. And this is RuPaul's Drag Race. So yes. guess who's entitled Ru to... Ru is setting the standard. <laughs> guess who's entitled to decide what they want their show to be? RuPaul. Yep. <laughs> yep. So what you yeah. said is exactly right. Maybe there needs to be a spinoff because... Like Rue always says, also, you know, getting dressed is drag. Every day we're putting on drag. We're born naked. The rest is drag. Yep. And 
this could easily be a spinoff. I think people just want to find something to tear Rue down. Yeah. Like, Rue is this... I don't know. She's like an angel. Yeah. I think she should be in a ring, wrinkle of time. Like, she should be one of those queens. Yeah, she should you kick know? Oprah out and be... She should people be. are looking for the slightest piece of a dark cloud. Well, no, I agree. And, and it's something that I don't know how... Because I think about this a lot in our community, which I absolutely love, the LGBT community. I feel like a lot of people are more PC and oversensitive and kind of find reasons to be upset. But that's not Mm -hmm. to say that those reasons are not valid because I totally see where they're coming from. Correct. But then at the same time, so it's like I kind of like, and this is kind of like just who I am as a person. I I like see things from both perspectives. So it's, Mm -hmm. so I don't think one side is right necessarily. And, you know, um, you know, it's all about being able to communicate and hear each other. Right. We can take as much time as we need to to process. We just need to be able to hear and listen. And I I think that I think that like part of it is like Rue saying like, oh, well, trans people shouldn't be on the show. And people are reading it as like he doesn't want any trans people doing drag ever. And I don't feel like that's what Rue's saying. Rue's saying on this specific show that I created that is based on men in drag, I don't want, um, you know, transition females on the show or, like, the bio queens on the show. So, um, I don't know. I think they're just, like, reading into, like... They're looking for something to pick at. Because I don't... I'm sure Rue... Like, Rue would be all about having, like, you know, trans women on the show. It's just that you know, that's not what this specific show is. Right. And I think the thing too with our with our crowd, our LGBT crowd, is even when people like Rue are given a chance to explain their theories behind it, they kind of mm-hmm. read into it and then tear that apart as if it's not a valid excuse and they they just keep tearing and tearing and tearing. Yes, and, yes. And they, 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 just, that they keep reaching at something to just tear them down until there's nothing to grab anymore. Right. Like, for example, um, recently, my one of my favorite bands ever, Power Bottom, got mm-hmm. caught in a scandal as well where they mm-hmm. were accused of sexual assault. And that, which is I'm also very tricky. familiar with the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's tricky. But it's like, but I sometimes, it's just crazy to me because I had never seen. I'm not saying that the assault didn't happen. I'm not saying, you know, that whoever this uh, this victim was, you know, is not justified <laughs> to tell their tale. But I just the part of it I thought was crazy was just that they get they got torn down so quickly, just and like almost immediately dropped from their label, their management, their records everything were being just, taken. Everything like, went. They basically imploded everything. Like you can't find yeah. their stuff, and so I think that. It's interesting, too, just because on the counter side of that, there are several um, heterosexual people in bands that assault women and, and mm-hmm. no one blinks an eye. Um, yes. You know, nothing's, you know, I'm not saying, well, we don't even know what happened. You know, I don't think yeah. anyone prosecuted. If, any, if anything happened, you're not excusing it. Right. So, you know, obviously if something happened in that, you know, in that specific situation with the band, then, then it, you know, whatever i mean i don't know it's just hard to speak of because i have seen them several times i've stayed after the show several times and i've never seen them act inappropriately with people that stay and take pictures and just Mm -hmm. and they just they just want to talk to you after the show and so i was completely blown away when they would say oh like i was you know sexually assaulted by this person it's like 
Yeah, but it's also the bad part of that with your fans too. <laughs> if that oh, did yeah. happen, I don't. I don't disagree with that. It's one of those things that's that's like a super touchy subject because you never want to discount anything that, like an allegation that's put out. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, like you want to make. Um, like you want to like hear both sides and like right. understand the situation because this is a very serious issue but mm-hmm. unfortunately like it only takes one person to lie about this happening to them to mm-hmm. erase all of the other people who this actually happened to and the problem is like this is like a problem not only like on drag race or like you know in music but also just like as our country as a whole like these you know, like the fake news on the Twitter and all the like hashtag where people will just news. like cling on to a headline and like mm-hmm. run with it. Um, you know, I think it's just a bigger problem in general with social media because people will just pile on, pile on, and it's like, wait a minute, like we should, you know, actually before we pile on, like listen to what people are saying and like understand mm-hmm. both sides mm-hmm. before. Yeah. You just jump on somebody. You have right. to hear each other. Because, like, it's crazy, too, because, like, people, once they're accused of something, it's just assumed the truth, which, in certain situations, like, obviously, like, I don't know, it's, like, it's kind of tricky because, like, in the Harvey Weinstein situation, it's, like, that guy seems super creepy. Like, I'm very much, you know, yeah, able to believe all, every and all actress, anyone that has that story. But then, for mm-hmm. example... Um, so there was a kind of a little blow up a little while ago with the YouTuber Shane Dawson where he was accused of being a pedophile and um, they used uh, like a six year old interview that he did where he used to make like super crude jokes like so they kind of chopped up an interview where he was saying like inappropriate jokes about children and to make it sound like he was a pedophile where Uh he was just saying yeah they remixed it to use his crude jokes as evidence and then it just blew up so much, like, Twitter put it, like, on the headline, on their, like, news page. Like, it was everywhere. Thanks. So now that's, you know, now we're, like, and no, no one was really even believing it either. And But now that is always stuck, that stigma is always kind of stuck with him. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think, I don't know, we got kind of, like, off track of, of this whole point of this episode. But Tangent. I just... <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's interesting. It's interesting. This just like the social, you know, concept, and I think, um, I think it's an important conversation. So maybe we can continue to have it on a, on a later date. But um, I think we should go back to, <laughs> to that book. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be super long. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a doozy anyway. So um, thanks for the questions, um, yes. followers and listeners. Thank you, Will Jameson. You brought <laughs> you brought on the craziest <laughs> you, intro. You of took our... us down this rabbit hole. <laughs> you did so, um, <laughs> which I appreciate. So, um, yeah, me too. So, with that being said, um, you know, thank you if you are listening and keeping up with us um, at TFC Pod on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com slash thanks with two s's for coming check it out like it we're gonna try to post some behind the scenes clips and whatnot there and um tell your friends tell your friends we're having really fun we're having a lot of fun doing this and we're glad that people are engaging it's been a blast yeah definitely and something i kind of wanted to touch back to a previous podcast episode was stoney mentioned you know how we like always talk about one of the memes and stuff 
So oh, yeah. <laughs> so Sony mentioned like the meme of Ben posted. Ben DeLaCroix posted is like about with Shangela. It's like it's uh, and it's it's the well out here. We actually I have a clip of it. So I'll let I'll let <laughs> we'll we'll just take a, a hot second here and you can listen to to Ben DeLaCroix describe it. And it kind of just like illustrates the craziness that is social media and how people take it out get out of control. So, so here you go, guys. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> it's like, it's a little script. <laughs> it goes, Ben LaCreme, hey, Shangela, hi, Shangela's confessional. Ooh, Miss Ben LaCreme with the hellos, I am on to her game. Miss Salutations Fish, okay. She is playing the game, she is playing the game. So calculating in that below, right? It's, you know, I think it's an interesting thing. Okay, first of all, I have to say that Shangela and I have an incredible relationship. She is so much fun. I think I've said this in some of these viewing parties. Watching her on set is watching a master at work. Holy crap, does she know reality television. She does reality television like I do actual challenges. <laughs> But we get we get along so well, and actually, you know, it's, it's you never want to like uh, feel like you're fueling a negative fire for one of the other girls. So I texted her, I showed her a meme. I was like, "Is this funny to you? I really want to repost this." She was like, "Girl, that's hilarious. Get on it." So, um, but uh, she, I had somewhere I was going. Crap. Um, that <laughs> that meme itself is like pretty hilarious <laughs> but at least ben in attempts to not be shady and start drama did text shangela first to yes. ask that it was okay and then ben also kind of goes into some uh, an, an overall issue that we've been talking about on this podcast which is social media and how people go insane actually i think we just had this conversation like <laughs> five seconds ago <laughs> before, oh, before this. But um, but I also have another clip of Ben De La Creme um, kind of talking about social media and and how crazy it is. So, so here you guys go, another short clip. Ooh, the social media influence. Mm -hmm. So, but one of the things that I think is fascinating that that meme sort of brought up for me is I mean, I don't know if you guys, I'm getting such a wide range of stuff on social media. Like I'm getting such, uh, but like most of it is really, really positive and amazing. But there's this thing where people are like, you're a liar. Oh crap. I'm not. Okay, just real quick. I think it's weird that we live in a world where when you just actually think through your words before you say them, that's calculating. And when you just, Every idea comes out of your mouth before it's finished in your brain. That's being real. Okay, that's all. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Yeah, so so we've been kind of talking about that, and I think Ben said it in a very intelligent way that we probably meant to describe it. <laughs> but, yeah. but but it, but it is interesting. It's like if you think about what you want to say, that doesn't mean you're being calculated. You're just no not trying to you pop are, off. You are. Yeah, you're taking your time to process your thoughts before you share what is truly there. Because if you just spew out whatever's sitting there on the tip of your tongue, okay, 98% of people that do that aren't successful in their objective. Well, and it comes down to we as, a, um, we as people, we're ignorant 
right? Like, we're really yeah. stupid. Like, Super fair statement. Like, we're really stupid in general. So, I mean, if people are just going to, like, spout off the first thing that pops in their mind, we're, we all sound stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's Definitely. why you use your brain and you think, like, hey, maybe what I'm saying is, like offensive or maybe like i need to think about the other person's perspective let me make sure they understand my view and my perspective Mm -hmm. definitely so it's common sense who knew yeah just (laughs) people should do more of what ben said and just take a couple seconds to think about what you're gonna say before you just pop off and accuse people of things that they (laughs) didn't actually happen that you invented in your mind yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so we should jump into the episode yes i know that was a lot there's just like so much going on this week and thank you all for engaging it gives us like a lot to talk to you about and we just love that you're engaged yes so we're just gonna jump right in so the show starts the queens are coming back and at the end of the previous episode we only saw three eliminated queens with their heads down we could not see who it was but we had pretty good guesses of who they were so at the start of this episode we see it's all of the queens so shout out to gay toes who was Mm -hmm. wondering if it was only the three queens coming back or if they were just trying to throw us off they guess what girl (laughs) you are right yeah yep you are right they just they just needed an extra little boost for that next episode (laughs) yeah but um so all the queens are back and it's like we called or like we suspected anyway um big brother style they're just gonna battle it out and see who wins the spot to come back so there's a cute little intro fast forward to the workroom mm-hmm. where we see that the queens are going to be participating in a kitty girl challenge yes. it's basically a spice girls challenge which i live i know i'm scary spice we talk <laughs> we talk about emma bunton being one of the judges like did you even see trixie's reaction when rue said that she was just going like yeah. crazy <laughs> Trixie was, was awesome. so pumped. I mean, come I on, know. it's a Spice Girl. I don't know how my parents didn't out me then. I bought that CD. Okay, I know. And uh, I was so that it. <laughs> they oh. are, uh, and I, I kind of uh, wanted to throw it into a clip from Ben, who kind of talks about, um, you know, the tip, the judges, uh, you know, Emma and Adam. Uh, Lambert, so if we want to just you, shoot into that real quick. <laughs> you were all over this. What did you have, a press pass? I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tune in. It's every time they announce the judges on this show, you're like, cool. <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> but who? Uh, but, uh, but this time, it's like, okay, first of all, Baby Spice. Yes. If you're like, I feel like a, a gay, a queer person, thirty or older, and you are not obsessed with the Spice Girls, you have it. Well, there's probably a window. There's probably a window. Okay, it starts at twenty-eight. Where does it end? Where do you think it ends? Where do you think? Those of you who are really disengaged with this conversation, where yeah. does it end? Cool. Um, but like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, the Spice Girls were such a phenomenon. I mean, I dyed my hair red with a blonde streak in the front. My boy hair. Oh, when I was like in junior high. 
<laughs> I went to the Spice Girls movie. There was no one else in the theater. <laughs> And you were fine with that. You were fine. I was, oh, I was, this is the more room to dance. <laughs> so anyway, and I'm the Adam Lambert, also a judge. Adam Lambert, who I, like, really admire. Yeah. I mean, he was a, a pioneer in terms of this kind of reality television. He was out and loud and gay as hell yes. on American Idol, and that wasn't really a thing yet, so. So it's interesting that um, the... The cast of the season gave the biggest reaction to Baby Spice, and there's yeah. not, I guess the word on the street is there's not really a lot of reaction to who is on the judging panel. I mean, Adam Lambert, okay, I would just, ugh, I think he's so cute. <laughs> I loved his outfits so on the show. Cute. I think he looks, yes, I the never really cared for Adam Lambert, but he does look better now than or at least on this episode, he looked better than what he has ever looked, in my opinion. He's but. definitely going to age better than this Merlot I'm drinking. So yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. But, I mean, come on, it's Baby Spice. Like I said, Spice Girls, I was all over it. So that's pretty exciting. And it's yeah. a girl group challenge. It's um, Eliminated Queens versus the queens that are currently still in the running. Yes. I, at first, I thought Rue was going to say... Whoever, whichever team wins, gets gets to stay. I did too. I my gut was like heavy. I was like, oh no, she is not about that to just call a switcheroo. How insane would that be if they Ooh. all if the if the thrown off ones got to come back and then wig snatch? So like, I guess it, yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was surprised that only one was coming back though. I thought. I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought, oh, they'd bring back two or something. I did feel like that they were going to bring back two and that they were going to kind of force another double elimination, but that was not yeah. the case. Well, my well, my rationale was because remember when they that one where the two lip sync for your legacies both won and they could both send someone home, but it ended up being Chi-Chi? Yes. So I thought maybe they would bring another person back because maybe they were expecting to double eliminate that. Uh-huh. So yeah, I thought maybe they would bring a second one back and kind of like I know we've talked about the BB mole uh-huh. theory and I was wondering if maybe next episode what if she brings back another queen and then leaves or just brings back another queen. Oh my gosh, I can't even get into it. Yeah, what? we can talk about that more <laughs> later. But I was just like, yeah, Holy yeah we're gonna we're gonna cow, mind blown. Yeah, we're going to come back to that. But, okay, so fast-forwarding to after the challenge, you know, all the queens are back together. There's all kinds of turmoil that's just been cooking in a slow cooker, a pressure cooker, if you will. And they're all sitting around the workroom like it's the first day, but that excitement's not there. Everybody's Mm -hmm. just reading through silence and eyebrow raises, and then we break the ice. So everybody's pissed about why they went home and who they were sent home by. I thought I was watching the Bad Girls Club for a second there. Right? Come on. <laughs> I was looking for pans. I was looking for a tumbleweave. Like, right? This whole, I don't know, the whole thing annoyed me kind of, I think. Just because, I don't know, like I had major like issues with just like multiple people like both Kennedy and Milk I like despise like I wasn't even 
on either one side, to be honest. I was just, like, annoyed with both oh, Kennedy of them. and Milk? Yeah, like, they were both arguing. I'm like, please stop. Well, like, okay, <laughs> so we don't necessarily have to go in order, but since we're talking about Kennedy and um, milk, milk, so, okay, yes, Milk, you are an asshole. Did you not know about it? No, okay, fine, but that's yeah. a bigger problem. Why didn't you know you were an asshole? And Kennedy... Oh. Good. I was gonna say my favorite part was when uh, Milk's like, "What are well? What were your reasons?" And Kennedy's like, "Um, you weren't funny. Uh, you hurt my feelings." Well, that's I where was, I was going. I was that's constipated was that day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, and Kennedy too. Like everything she does is like every time they talk about this, they're like. <laughs> Kennedy's just like, oh my god, like, I don't want to vote based on that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay, I don't disagree, but Kennedy had, like, one valid point, and that's that Milk's performance on that last challenge was absolute steaming trash. Yeah, it wasn't good. But all the other shit was like, oh, my feelings was hurt. But how many... Steaming piles Girl. of trash has Kennedy like shit out. I know. I yeah. I'm agreeing with you. I'm like, come on, <sighs> girl, in this flat ass wig. This episode, okay. yeah. And I just didn't want to enter like a, a semi relevant Ben Ben clip where Ben. Uh, well, you'll hear it. <laughs> Everybody said the strongest person should go home, or, or the strongest the strongest person should continue. And I will assess that my own way. It might be based on judges. Might be based on if I'm Kennedy Davenport, just like whether I ate that morning or not. Um. <laughs> How many clips do you have, Queen? Where you, I swear you had a press pass. Girl, I'm a clip magician. Here you go. <laughs> I, I swear you had a press pass. That's so cool that you were there for all that. So, yeah. I mean, I would be mad, too. Like, if I didn't eat breakfast, I guess. Maybe it's just uh, uh, Kennedy was hangry every day. <sighs> I don't know. She must be hangry all the damn time because, listen. Well, I mean, with Kennedy, like, she just needs to get over it. Like, she is always, like, offended by everything. It's like, like, do more like what Chi-Chi does and, like, realize, okay, like, I am what I am. Like, these are the things I'm good at. These are the things I'm bad at. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just accept that maybe you're not the greatest queen of all time. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's And, like, I was say, okay, that. maybe Thank I need you. to get better or something. Like, like it seems like Kennedy is just like, oh, I did bad. At- Somebody says I did bad at this. Well, F you. Like, I'm voting I'm not- you off. You're she's not invited kind of, to she's my kind of party. A, exactly. <laughs> she's kind of a Morgan in a way. Morgan's like, I'm just going to sh- vote off all the strong bitches. And Kennedy's like, you shit on my drag, so you got to go. Yeah. And I, and the other funny part about that was I love how they're just having a conversation and, and like, Milk's mad and they're both kind of going at it. Then all of a sudden, like, two seconds later, Milk's crying. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, this is Milk trying to have feelings, okay? Those tear streams were too straight. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I was like, it wasn't even like a one-tear cry. It was like a TLC waterfall situation. That, yes. <laughs> produced. Super produced. How did like, that happen? Where did you fit in those eye drops, girl? Because I, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Like an... <laughs> I want to know. Milk is annoyed that people weren't, like, telling him he was a douchebag. So, like, <laughs> and I'm like... So that's like the douchiest thing you could say, first of all. Like, truly, well, truly. I think I just... it's fair that that milk was like, well, no one told me I was being an asshole, but I think the way she said it was like, like, how could you walk around letting me be a douchebag? 
Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Why that. do we? Why do we need to tell you how to be a human being? Yeah, it's not. It's how not to respect people. It's not everyone else's responsibility to tell you that. But I think it would have been fair for Kennedy or someone else to be like, "Hey, girl, um, turn it down a notch. You're being kind of crazy." <laughs> Yeah, especially because they all throw around the term sisters and everybody says, oh, I love you, which I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. Like, you don't love me. You just met me. We are associates. Like, you don't love me. Quit saying that. And then later in the episode, Milk, like, was like, well, like, when they were talking about, like, who was going to come back, like, Milk was just like, well... I, like, have been su- super successful without Drag Race, so I don't really need this. I just want to do it. And blew it's like, it off really? Super blew Girl. it off in that Yeah, I'm like, okay. That's what I wrote in my notes. She totally blew it off in that moment. Girl, but, no. Um, yeah, I don't disagree. What did we think about um, <laughs> the uh, the note Trixie received from Thorgy being called out? Oh, so over my God. Full blast. <laughs> Full blast in front of. Did everybody. you see that look Thorgy gave Trixie when she realized that Trixie had hung it up on the Yeah, wall? she was like, "Bitch!" She's like, "Oh, girl, <laughs> I should hold the mic to my mouth." Oh, girl, and she was like whipping her little dreads back and forth. Like, so Sorry, bad. y'all. Reynold is so worked up over this. She can't believe Thorgy did that. I know. Reynold, calm down. Thorgy did not mean it. But Maybe. but actually, Trixie didn't mean it. In this situation, I thought what Kennedy said was actually, like, really rational, surprisingly, where mm-hmm. she, she was like, I would have read it and said, girl, you're crazy and put it away. It's like, the note isn't exactly. that... Exactly. The girl, the note itself isn't that big of a deal, but when you're, like, in a high-predator situation like Drag Race, people get sensitive, uh-huh. and I think yep. Trixie knows she shouldn't have posted it on the wall, Everyone but it's trying to downplay Everyone reads into it. every little thing. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to downplay it. Stoney and I had, like, a quick exchange about this while we were watching it the first time. Yeah, I said the same thing. It's like, okay, you read the note. Oh, this girl's crazy. Ha ha. Put it in your pocket. Throw it away. I don't know. Maybe burn it. Wipe your ass with it and flush it down the toilet. Don't fucking hang it up. But again, I think Trixie, like, I, because here's why, like, I, because I would be Trixie. I would put it in your journal. Do it and not even think about it. Like, I would do (laughs) something like that probably where I just wasn't even thinking about, like, because to me, the the way it you read, wouldn't, you wouldn't think that she's a shady bitch. Well, because the way it read, it was like more just like I thought it was just like drag shade. Like it wasn't like okay. a malicious. Like it was just like that's right, that's right. Like you kind of like ha ha. She's so shady. This it, it this was written in here. green marker. Like it looks like a kindergartner did it. Like it's not. <laughs> It's not like a professionally typed out legal document, you know? (laughs) That's true. We did discuss that. Maybe it was like drag shade, but at this point, it's the top five. Emotions are heightened. Why would you even think to, you know, put a piece of scotch tape on that and just hang it where everybody can see it? I know. And because I'm the clip queen, I got another clip, (laughs) y'all. Girl, I'm going to work out these clips. I'm here for it. (laughs) So here's a clip of Ben talking about Trixie and the note situation. I think that they've always expressed. Yeah, it's crazy that it's still coming up. It really does. It's like, you know, and what's interesting is to watch Trixie be like everyone else is, I mean, I'm sorry, this is very like, but everyone else is like, doing a drama about the letter and Trixie is the only person who's just being in real time like you guys are still seriously talking about this (laughs) (laughs) 
So to quote Trixie, I hate that note. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that in my notes as well. Trixie. Yeah. I hate that note. End quote. That, <laughs> yeah. That's it's bad just... news, Brenda, right there. <laughs> Super bad news. Ugh. I mean, come on. Like, did you not think a little piece, like a little piece of your brain did not say, bitch, don't hang this up because drama. I don't know. I just, I'm like bored by like the note. Like, I'm just like, please just like make it stop. <laughs> Like, I wish, I hope Trixie just burns the note, like, in a ceremonious, like, uh, montage with, like, a pan flute and, like, like playing the My Heart Will Go On song. On the auto harp? Yeah. <laughs> so. Maybe, like, do a hallelujah. In the arms of a hallelujah angel. Fly. Oh, my God. What are, what are our neighbors doing? Are they having sex? I'm jealous. That they're... sounds like jackrabbit sex if that's oh, what Oh, maybe is. they're like hammering next door. Get it, Are girl. Are you kidding me? On a Saturday <laughs> night? I guess. You do that during the day. Come on. <laughs> this is not Jason's about hours. to kill us. <laughs> she is not a true DIYer. What the no. hell? Rude. Do you do that during the day? <laughs> My favorite part of this whole confrontation, though, and actually the only valid confrontation out of this, is when Thorgy calls out Shangela's alliance because that's totally real. And oh my god, yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I didn't write anything because I was just like, well, <laughs> but for it's real, though, like in, that, in that competition, though, like Kennedy couldn't remember her choreography, uh, Thorgy did know her choreography, her points to hit. While she was given a bad, you know, not a less exciting diva to portray, and she didn't have as much to do. Yeah, I remember that episode. Mm -hmm. So, I agree. Like, Thorgy, props to Thorgy for calling out that alliance. That's real. Yes, Kennedy had more to do, but I'm going to stay true to our discussion when we reviewed that episode. Okay, they gave her Janet because they thought she could turn it out. Why didn't she turn it out? Exactly. They gave Thorgy Stevie for a reason. Sure, Thorgy did not turn out Stevie, but Kennedy's performance was just tired. Yeah, it was, like, not good. <laughs> Especially when you look at the Kitty girls, like, she was, like, dancing up a storm, and that was obviously choreography because she had, like, certain yep. points to hit, mm-hmm. so. Um, yep, and that flat ass wig that wasn't part of the choreo though. Girl. So let's talk about <laughs> I did not like it. The the main event. Or should we talk let's talk about Aja and BB first, because that wasn't really that intense, I don't think. Okay, so yeah, that's the last part of the workroom drama. So really Aja calls out BB because she got complimented on her outfit, right? And mm-hmm. BB did not acknowledge Aja at all. You know, she just said thank you. <laughs> yeah, and BB should have given Aja credit. Yes, it would have absolutely mattered, bitch. It's a design competition. And Aja, yes, Aja went home. She was sent home by BB because she was spending was time making the main part of BB's outfit. Like, where was, was BB going to hot glue the rest of her outfit to her naked corpse? Hello. Uh-huh. Oh my god. <laughs> I know that was a mess, but also like before we move on, we Ben is going to be the meat of this episode. So I hope everybody has their seatbelts on. 
So Morgan calls out Ben in a pretty direct way, Morgan style. And (laughs) we all know that previously Ben has said, I would not do an all-star season basically because, you know, the drama. I can't, I don't subscribe to it. I'm not here for it. Mm -hmm. Um, The vibe I get, and I, I know Ben is getting a lot of mixed reviews right now, but I just don't think that this is good for Ben's mental health. Yeah, and we saw this on that episode. Ben checks out, mm-hmm. but I say check out loosely. So Ben is still very engaged in the game. Ben just does not want anything to do with the drama of the eliminated queens being back. Yeah, and having to face those demons. We talked about this in bit more vaguely a couple episodes ago about one of the queens having a mental breakdown and leaving the show. Mm-hmm. So if I, it like, happened. Um, but I don't, yeah. I mean, Ben didn't really have a mental breakdown. She was just like over it. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think it was a mental breakdown. And we're definitely going to talk about that the majority of the show. I want to, we have to touch on this though, because it's a big piece of what happens later. Yeah, this is a setup. Um, Morgan's very fiery about why she was sent home. Morgan states that she's confused about Ben's reasoning because based on the way Ben wanted to send Queens home, you know, she did not follow that. Morgan was sent home in falsehood. You know, based on what you want to do, I did not go home under those guidelines. So I'm confused. And Ben, instead of responding in that moment, which, sure, she's probably processing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to downplay anybody's emotions or shit on them. Probably processing. But Morgan's calling yeah. it out super strong and Ben is checking out. Oh, I was just gonna say, I thought it was interesting that even while Morgan is, like, confronting Ben, like, Kennedy tries to, like, jump in, because you know how they say, like, oh, Kennedy's, like, on her whole, well, we didn't come to a consensus argument. Mm-hmm. Like, Morgan totally is just like, Zzz. like, shut up, Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, so even while confronting Ben, like, Morgan was also, I thought that was also, like, slightly redeeming for Morgan to, like, just shut down Kennedy's bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Morgan went home first. Like, she has the most to prove at this point. Well, yeah. and just, I, like, I was going to talk about Ben, but first, like, this is another reason that I, like, dislike Kennedy this episode, because she just would not shut the hell up. Like, she just kept going on. <laughs> it's like, okay, girl, we get shit. it. Like, you didn't agree with the first episode. Like, whatever. Like, get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, back to Ben. <laughs> um, ben, like, I can relate to Ben in a way, because I felt like Ben was just, like, talking to Morgan about it and Morgan's just like you sent me home like being like super like you know like angry about it and Ben's just like like very logical like this was the decision I made this is what I did like and like everything Ben would say like Morgan had something to say back about it and uh-huh. it's like at what point like it's just Ben doesn't want to be in the conflict so Ben's just like okay what else can yeah. I say to make this better I can't say anything and you know what props to Ben for that because I had my roller coaster of emotions which we'll get into later with mm-hmm. Ben but I get it like you know there's some times where you know back in the day I could pop off I have a very fast tongue but I've learned to control it mm-hmm. so you know if I were in Ben's shoes I would probably say you know what I'm just not going to deal with this right now because yeah. it's just going to take me to the sunken place yeah and I and I do admire that also but I to be fair Morgan is the snake tongued queen 
Oh, yeah. As she refers yeah, to nobody's herself. Nobody's denying that. Yeah. Nobody is denying that. Yeah, and, and self-proclaimed. Then, and then Kennedy also brings up the whole, like, Dela's concerned with her fans thing. It's like, well, yeah, girl, that's how you make your I money. I that, too. <laughs> yeah, but like, I also... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't... Okay, so thinking of just earlier discussion about queens overproducing themselves or trying to produce themselves... I don't think that Ben was doing any of that. Yes, all of the queens care about what their fans think. Right. But I truly believe that this is a mental health thing for Ben. Yes, do I think she should have just said, there's too much drama for me. I'm going home now. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yes, I do think she could have just said that. But I also understand the PR aspect and the marketing aspect of how she bowed out. Yeah, and, and I do definitely relate to, to Dela on that aspect because when I get into confrontational situations, I either want to destroy the other person completely or, mm-hmm. or I do what happens to Dela and just shut down and then like don't say anything. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that. So, like, how you process conflict and stress says a lot about you, and it also says a lot about um, your life and what you've gone through. Because if you, if we're grown adults, depending on what's going on, we're going to process, we're going to respond to situations differently. If you were Ben, what would you have done? When the queens came back, what would you have said? Would you have engaged with Morgan? How would you have approached this situation of the unlimited queens being back? I would have been more like, oh, hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming. Sorry, queen. Thanks for coming back. (laughs) (laughs) I love your outfit, though. You're looking real good, girl. (laughs) See, I'm just I I think I'm slightly just more um more bitchy. I I'll just call it how it is <laughs> because if you're going to be rude to me, I know I can do it 10 times better. Right. But with that being said, if I'm in a competition setting, if I were Ben and this is just if what we would have done. This isn't speaking for Ben. Mm-hmm. I, you know, would have responded as best as I could. And then I just would have, you know, slayed the challenge, slayed everything and just fought and just like proved why I even got to make that decision. I was going to say, I think um, like I feel like I would have handled it uh, similar to Ben, but I feel like the one thing Ben did not do well is uh, like kind of like stand up for your convictions. Like when Morgan's coming at you, just say like, look. I know you are saying to me that you thought, um, like, I voted the wrong way. But, like, honestly, this is what I saw. This is what I did. Mm-hmm. And I stand by that decision. I'm sorry you feel this way. Like, but that's how I felt in the moment. Mm-hmm. And and just be done with it. Like, and then you can kind of just, like, diffuse the situation if she's, like, still coming at you. But, like, mm-hmm. I wish Ben would have maybe more, like, stood up for her decision that she made. Yeah. Um, my I did so, yeah. my jaw dropped though when she then she ends then like ends her like train of thought was like but I did think you were the weakest one <laughs> anyway yeah <laughs> I was like and yeah. jaw drop face crack yeah. Yeah. yeah you were so and <laughs> you should just stop talking Morgan <laughs> so so um, we'll get we'll get to touch more on that later but should we yeah. dive into the recording session with Adam Lambert yes girl also so. 
the interesting thing, like the very beginning of all this, I noticed they all kind of go split off into their two groups. And uh, so Morgan, so the new, the oh, returning queen. Pre-recording. Morgan, um, Morgan has an earpiece in her ear as she's sitting there. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, I did not oh. catch that. She has an earpiece in her ear. And I, when I lived in Los Angeles, I worked in production those are standard earpieces that you use when on a walkie-talkie li- listening for direction or production with production. What? Because <laughs> those those are not headphones that you can plug into an iPod, girl, because those have two prongs on the end of it to plug into a, a walkie-talkie. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. Do you think people are feeding her, like, questions? Who was speaking in Morgan's coaxing ear? Coaxing her? Girl, I wonder. Oh my god! So hmm. I, I want to rewatch really right this moment. Yeah, <laughs> watch that back, y'all. Pause. Go watch back <laughs> the very beginning of the what? challenge. I Yikes. I don't know. I thought That's that was crazy. interesting. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Tweet. Conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah, that's shady as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag shady as fuck. Hashtag conspiracy. And he will investigate. Yeah. Hashtag conspiracy tea. Conspiracy tea. <laughs> um, oh so then they're all picking the names and we get like sparkle kitty glitter kitty diva kitty it's like you're just picking drag queen as your as your yeah character. goth <laughs> kitty trixie was iq kitty and that's the safe pop group that's how i labeled them the safe pop group yeah <laughs> for now yes so who of that group was your fave which which kitty would you be like of each group, mm. who's our favorite kitty? Or we're just talking about the safe pop group oh. right now. I would probably Don't be jump ahead. goth kitty. <laughs> goth kitty? I'd be sparkle kitty for yes. obvious reasons. I'm um, IQ kitty. <laughs> yeah, you would be IQ kitty because you're like probably the yeah. smartest one of the three. <laughs> it's like, here's how we I was do always our taxes. The math nerd <laughs> yeah. in high school, so I can like relate to IQ kitty. And I was the angsty one. And actually, fun fact: um, before Benda Le Prim was her drag queen name, her her first or her drag queen name before that was Tina Angst. Oh, um, really? When she was, I found that out at the screening, and she used to live in Chicago, and and then moved to Seattle like eleven or twelve years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, so like her her drag queen name before this was Tina Angst, and she was kind of saying. Um, her, you know, like her character, her goth one, she's like an angry character. And then when she was moving to Seattle, she was basically like, well, you know what's not wor- helping my me be angry at the world? Being more angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so that's when she kind of came up with Ben De La Creme, like, you know, the juxtaposition to being angry is being terminally happy. Okay. Oh, cute. So that I thought that was cute. interesting. I like that. I like that approach to life. Yes. So their session went all right until we got to Miss Trixie, who was just all in her indie artist attitude. Girl. <laughs> Woo, turn it down a notch. This just reminds me so much of when I got to IU for a marching band. <laughs> and we're all there for music school. The year I got in, it was number two in the country. Mm-hmm. So people <laughs> just watching the egos fly around that school and i was just trained to kind of just 
watch and observe and apply and mm-hmm. I'm just watching all these people shoot themselves in the foot and that's how I felt with Trixie it was like oh girl shut up this is Adam Lambert <laughs> you have one successful album because of the show calm the fuck down well what I wrote about that was that I think that they're just two strong personalities and that they kind of ended up going head to head but more so I thought that Adam, I don't know, like, if Adam, like, watched, you know, kind of knew what he was getting into, like, who the queens were. Trixie's brand of comedy is, like, totally that. And I think Trixie was trying to do that, but I think it maybe it came off in a more bitchy way. Okay, see, I didn't think of that. So that's that's very accurate. That is Trixie's brand of um, comedy and humor. Yeah. But I think when you're in a professional setting, that needs to be known before you enter it. Because this yeah. is somebody yeah. who's highly successful in the music industry. And who can be a partner or a resource for you. So you want to do what you do and say what you need to yeah. to impress this person. Well, and I think it came down to, I don't think she... No casting couch. Well, I don't think she, like, meant it. Because, obviously, at the judging panel, she actually was shocked. shocked. So, I mean, it seemed like she didn't know. And kind of... How she was coming off. And, yeah. And, like, Shangela kind of explained it, too. Mm -hmm. Like, how, like, her sense of humor is just, like, different. Yeah. But, like, to some people that don't know that, it can be, like, super awkward and rude. Yeah. And that was just my reaction in the moment. Because we know these things about Trixie. But while you're watching it, you're like, oh, nope. Girl, that was not the time. Yeah. This is not the time. Maybe maybe they... kissed and made up and like adam like hate fuck the shit out of trixie like after the show's over i'm the judge you're the (laughs) jury i don't know (laughs) i'm really bad trixie's kind of a cute boy though so i could yeah we'll find out on all stars four (laughs) (laughs) when adam's back again So the eliminated pop group is um, Milk, Aja, Thorgy, Morgan, Chi Chi. We've got Milky Kitty. We've got Lil Banji Kitty, Cardio Kitty, Bimbo Kitty, and Cajun Kitty. Can you guess who is who? Yeah. Well, girl, Milky Kitty was like the lamest thing, but (laughs) just the name. Milk. My my favorite was Adam's like under the breath comment, like, "Oh, she's extra." Yeah, she's a thirsty pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, his I, words, not mine. In this moment, I realized why Milk's not doing as good this season because I liked her better in her original season because she didn't talk as much. She just did her looks. Like, she wasn't oh one of the ones that they showed talking a lot. She just did her thing and, and then had like solid looks. This time, she's like talking too much. He said, girl, shut up. Note to future reality TV people. Mute. As someone that watches a ton of reality TV, (laughs) you will always be the villain if you always talk about how great you are at everything. Hands down. So, bye, Milky Milk. (laughs) If you want a gold star for that, I've got one for you. She brought up her rap verse from Oh No, She Better Don't, which, like, wasn't even that great of a challenge at all in general. (laughs) No, that was awkward. I just remembered how awkward it was. Like, Adora was the only one that slayed. I know. (laughs) She looked like milk in that challenge looked like that. Like when you go along the road and there's that balloon thingy that's flying through the air back and forth. Yeah, Uh. like that was milk (laughs) in that episode. And they didn't even show (laughs) Thorgy at all in that that in recording. 
I they know. didn't at all. I was like trying to take notes for all of our um, listeners and followers, and I'm like, wait, what Where's... kitty was Thorgy? Yeah, what kitty was Chichi. I'm so lost. And honestly, yeah. Thorgy's was probably like my favorite. Thorgy's was good. It was cardio. <laughs> I kitty. loved it. Thorgy's was very was much her. Point. Yeah, but super I, Thorgy. I know this is gonna be super controversial, probably, but I actually really loved Milk's kitty. Milky, her performance was. That, that performance was exactly milk. That's what she should have been doing the whole entire time and not talked. <laughs> now, I will I will give you that because I enjoyed Milk's performance. I loved the look and that is exactly it. it that is what Milk should have been serving since day one. Yeah. That's the milk we want to see. Like, not you just spoiled turn, milk. Turn around, she's got this big gap too, like acting silly. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's milk, you know, just... Just put, some super nutritious almond milk. Like, yeah. that's, where has that been? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If milk just, like, keeps her mouth shut, like, it would be much better. I know. Um. Yeah. Wait, can we go back to the first group, too? Like, what did, what did you think of um, Jungle Kitty? Oh, girl. Um, actually... Uh, <laughs> I actually did have... she say... <laughs> Well, I've actually prepared um, in a dramatic reading an interpretive dance, uh, interpretive spoken word for this. So, if you'll just give me a couple, uh, a couple seconds to prepare. Ta ta tiki ta ta. Yeah, I'm pussy bitch. Ooh la 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 la. C'est bon, c'est bon. Mocha chocolata, ya! You can't take my snatch it up, my hey. drag, and bring me more to the ball. I'm just Timon playing the tambourine on the side. Say la vie. I was feeling real Lion King with that leopard bodysuit going on. I think I had to read that poem in high school, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. Do you guys remember that? I do remember that for French class, I think. Yeah. I think um, Tichiba read it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, in the moment, I just remember I was like looking around confused, like, they're just gonna let this happen but it was so bizarre and so crazy that it just worked and i actually made me like bb i know know. goodness Uh. okay so i was saying to stony gosh i hate that bb is making me like like her in this moment because (laughs) i was eating it up and while i was laughing and it's like super into this i'm like gosh is are the judges gonna eat this up or is, is it gonna fail? It has to fall flat because she's the mole. Like there's no way they're gonna love this. Yeah. I was pissed that And like, they devoured it. I was like laughing when she was performing, like, okay, this works somehow, like this bitch is crazy. <laughs> it's like somehow funny. She took potions class. She yeah. like served him something in those cocktails. Well, I think she kind of broke away from her boring mother personality and she actually showed like more of a fun uh, fun, you know, thing. And I was like, she's like, kind of like when she was kind of like, you know, rock, jumping back and forth, like kind of like messing yeah. with her hair. I was like, she kind of yeah. like has like this Nicki Minaj swagger almost. Yeah, I saw that twerk. I saw that twerk. I've done that a couple times before throwing yeah. my back out. Yeah, she definitely has like, like sort of Nicki Minaj. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh gosh. But then I, does that show my age? It's like, let me, I want to try that once more with a more relatable tag. Um, <laughs> I think that that BB was good because she had like that Cardi B swag, 
Um, yes. Oh there my we gosh. go. Relevancy. Yes, girl. Yes. Now we got the tweens back. <laughs> yeah, the tweens are here for it I now. I agree completely. She's just doing her own thing. Super swag. Super sexy. I am yeah. me. I am here for it. Yes. Yes, definitely. And actually, fun fact about Trixie's outfit. So. Um, that outfit was the the yellow jumper was actually brought by Ben de la Creme because what? they were told that they were going to be doing a 90s girl group challenge. And so Ben gave the jumper to Trixie to use and then Trixie put the, like little pie sign on it. Oh, so they were talking before production started? I get yeah. Well, they you know how they always give about the, the challenges. Well, they, they always give the, the queens like what beforehand. looks. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. So they yeah. are communicating. They're like, "Well, girl, I've got this look for you. I'll send it to you." Well, no, I think she. I think she that Ben had it, just brought it for herself, but it didn't work oh, for okay. her character. So it was it was random. Okay. Yeah, but then I and, see. and then Ben uses her exact Julie Andrews outfit, but cuts the shirt super short. Yeah, which is how perfect because it just fit. And like Michelle said, it was like this 1920s grunge vibe, if you can even picture it. Recycle kitty. Recycle kitty. Have an imagination, people. (laughs) And (laughs) can we also talk about how did Aja even do that death drop? Like, she was literally defying gravity. So, okay, I said that exact same thing. So Aja, like on her way down on the death drop, there was a pause and I said, this bitch has rhythm because who can just stop mid-death drop or plan a pause while they're going down right? and just, like, hit the ground on beat? Yeah. And not just hitting the ground on beat. Like, that pause was on point. Like, I know. everything fit. Well, at first I thought she was going to death drop. I was drop. worn out. I can't deal with Ajra. I thought she was going to death drop, but then she didn't fall. And I was like, oh, maybe she's just in this crazy backbend. But then she fell. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. I loved Ajra's performance. I was like, this is awesome. And it made me want to see her more. Like, uh-huh. yeah. I just thought she, like, killed it. I wasn't in love with her hair, though. Like, I just didn't like the weird did stuff in the like front. That. Yeah. She was trying to do this baby hair look. Like, like that you know, the chili... Yeah, Chola, baby hair, you know, Chili from TLC, just mm-hmm. like laid. It looks like I just did this, but it's hair gel look. I wasn't buying it. But right. the performance was good. You know, dance on point, ass for days. Definitely. Serving it. And I wrote about Chi Chi that her outfit was horrible, but her hair was on point. <laughs> Chi Chi tried, okay? It's <laughs> all we can say, Girl, really. So... Like, if you're going to stone a white cat suit jumpsuit don't stone it with clear and white jewels you can't see <laughs> white on white see so, chi chi would be like this she would be the perfect person to put on the season where somebody helps coach her and like gives her like you know bring in like a really good drag queen to like coach her up uh-huh. yeah that would be the person, one of the people you would bring back for sure. You just need to send Rue an email. You're like stuck on this, and I think it's a fabulous idea. I think we I just know. need to just send him an email. Yes, but I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind a little bit because before we get to the main stage, we're super excited about this episode. But we have to discuss the workroom exchange with all of the queens. So yep. this is kind of the moment where. All of the queens are having their kumbaya, you know, they're like relating to each other, hearing each other, because now they've had some time to 
um, process the initial shock of the eliminated queens being back. Mm -hmm. So first, you know, there's Ben, who is encouraged by, um, gosh, who is it? Chandler, my notes. Yeah, Chandler yeah. encourages Ben to talk to Morgan mm-hmm. because in that initial exchange, you could tell Ben was ready for it, but was still caught off guard because yeah. Morgan is somebody who's going to come full throttle, straight in your face. Well, she is an LA queen. <laughs> yeah, there are all the dramas there. Ooh, she's straight up, like you know, stating she was confused. I'm glad that Ben found his way over to Morgan and that they could talk. And Morgan did admit, you know, I should have come at Ben a little softer, you know, just to share how I was feeling and hear her as well. What did you guys think about that? Well, I was going to say, it's kind of interesting you said Kumbaya, because my notes were said that um, Morgan admit she came off a bit too harsh, but she is the snake tongue queen. But then Morgan apologizes, and it's, we get our <laughs> redemption story. Let's all rue hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Uh, I'm ready to build a bead necklace as long as mine's like navy with some gold in there. Yeah, See, this is what happens when people listen to each other and look at different perspectives. Are you saying um, our president should do drag? Yes, cool. he already does. <laughs> <laughs> that wig was not glued down, girl. Girl, look how orange you look. Look how, look how orange, orange you, you look, girl. Look. <laughs> I'm not joking, bitch. <laughs> um, so I think I think that um, I mean we all know what happens, but I think that this conversation was huge in Ben's decision because for Ben, having to decide or consider who gets to go home because Ben only really sent home one person, you know, but being put in that position, you know, who will I send home if I'm chosen as the winner? I get it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of stress, Mm -hmm. mental stress, you know, mental health comes into play here with Ben because we know Ben is not into the drama. She actively (laughs) avoids it. No. And I don't know. I feel like a I feel like 50% of us are thinking it is a cop-out. People are like, this has been running away. And then the other 50% is this has been getting out of a bad situation because she knows herself. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, and it, and it, to me, it's just crazy because like literally Ben's won basically every challenge. <laughs> like that's Every challenge, insane. five out of six, that's five insane. out of six. Yeah. Like no queen's ever done that, and I mean, like even in the even in last All Stars where like Alaska was very strong the whole time, she didn't win every challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, even so, Ben's bad week, Ben wasn't even in the bottom either, right? Like safe, safe, and Alaska was in the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah. Alaska was in the bottom once. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I know we didn't talk about Kennedy's performance because we've been kind of shitting on her, but I wrote that I actually really loved her performance. And I thought that her eye makeup was a work of art. Like, she's the Mona Lisa of... Oh, yeah. So, we are on the main stage now. That was really all we needed to talk about in the workroom because I thought that was kind of a breakthrough for Ben. But I agree. I thought Kennedy's wig was flat ash shit. I did not like it. But But that face. face was beat. 
in those boots. I mean, I'm not a femme queen, but I wanted to wear those. That jumping high kick, though, girl, like, that was... Great. Yeah, we got we got our signature Kennedy double high kick in the beginning, yep. and then we got our front handspring into a full split. Calm yeah. down, girl. You are wearing me out. I mean, I like the choreography. Like it was just like Kennedy. Like she did okay, I guess. My, and it was a <laughs> Stoney's not. Confused. I guess. Well, my my one note about her on the run, her performance was Kennedy is fucking fierce. The end. <laughs> <laughs> we're in agreeing Seth because I thought she slayed I just wanted to rip that wig off but not like baby did later yeah and and I thought see like now I'm coming around I'm saying nice things about Kennedy so in all you are look at this growth <laughs> what is is the world is Cloverfield happening I'm is gonna... this a soundproof room <laughs> it's the children of the corn girl oh god <laughs> not them hosts oh god uh, and then I'll actually one up you because I thought Shana- Shangela's verse was not the best but I did like when she threw the glitter all over I did too I love a good glitter bomb yeah, we were talking about how Shangela and Ben have had these moments this season where they like play off of each play other. off each other, like at the lip syncs that they've done together. Um, like I think there was the kiss, uh, the Katy Perry song. Like mm-hmm. they did really well together. Mm-hmm. But like I'm like, oh, that would be an interesting tour. Like Shangela and Ben, like that could be very interesting. I would love yeah. to see that show if that happened for sure. Do you guys agree with the top two? So the top two, Ben. Fucking duh. Okay, duh. BB. I don't. Mm, I don't know. I I enjoyed BB's performance. I did. Was it top? <laughs> was it top two? I'm not so sure. I think it was. I think Ben should have been top for sure. But I think the other spot would have been tied for BB or maybe Trixie. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking as well. That's kind of where I'm at. Like. To be honest, I didn't, like, love Ben's, like, I don't, I get why people liked it, but it just wasn't, like, it wasn't wasn't my favorite. It wasn't your favorite Ben Della performance. Yeah. Well, and one thing about her look that I thought people didn't, I thought it was obvious to me, but her eyes were very divine makeup style yeah and no Even one mentioned for that at all. a goth look it was very put together yeah mm-hmm. it was very like i thought her makeup was more, like more divine inspired but they were like saying it's 1920s and i was just like i don't know hey i was getting goth ballerina princess ready for practice i yeah. sure was yes girl but yeah i definitely think the top three for sure is like trixie uh bb and um uh ben yeah, yeah those would be the top three for sure definitely so and... the deliberation happens, mm-hmm. and there's a lot going on here. So we've got the eliminated queens as well as the current queens who are fearing for their lives. So Ben states that she has less of a concept of how she should send people home. Thoughts on that? Because Ben is so... We need to do it based off of what the judges think. And now all of a sudden, Ben is not sure what to do. Yeah. Do you think this is emotions weighing in or well, the competition? Ben said that kind of earlier when someone was like, when, when Ben and Morgan were having their confrontation, like at the screening, they were having their confrontation 
And then um, they were talking about afterwards, and she, and Vindaloo, you know, kind of said, but she said in the episode, like, well, if she did the worst, I would have sent her home anyways. Uh-huh, yeah, you would have gone home regardless. Someone in the audience said, as she, she should have gone home, too, or something like that, about Morgan. Uh-huh. And and then Ben said something to the effect of, like, well, who, sh- I mean, who should have gone, everyone should go home, like, you know, it's like, who, how can you pick who goes home? Like, everyone deserves to be there. Uh, this is the part that struggled, that I struggle with with Ben, because with you just saying that, and Ben said that at the live viewing, <clears throat> if you are in any profession, whether you are a supervisor or not, if somebody asks you for your professional opinion you should be able to provide it. I mean, base if Ben's whole stance has been, I'm going to send people home based on their performance and the job they did, That's if Ben just sticks to that, it would sell. Yeah. You know, I send these people home because they are doing a bad job. Like, you deserve to go home. She touched on it, but she didn't commit to it like Stoney was touching on. She's not confident, or she doesn't, She's there's no conviction behind the decision she makes well part of it too is is what ben made sound like to be the edit because a, a, a couple times ben says that they make her basically look like a pug like she's huffing and puffing whenever they ask her like her opinion on who should go home or she's always mm-hmm. like um uh and she like kind of never really says you know but uh-huh. I, so I think she actually did go into it more, but we just they edited all that out to make her look like the Kristen Stewart of the season or something. Oh my gosh! You know I have a problem with the queens that um like to blame the edit. It's like you still did those things, and sure, there's like placement and things when it comes to editing. But we've seen this every episode since it started, like that struggle with who to send home and why in this episode, it just kind of boiled over. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but Ben didn't really own it. But the thing is like, here's my kind of take on the situation is that, you know, Ben came in not really comfortable with the idea of sending any Queens home. True. So Ben's justification to send someone home in Ben's head was it has to be based off performance. And I think Ben tried to stick by that. But during this whole time, I feel like Ben has never enjoyed any of that, did Mm -hmm. not want to do any of it. It was just like, how can I do it in a way that will make satisfied me? And I feel like he got to the point where he Mm -hmm. was just like, I can't send more people home. It's just not satisfying to me. It's not making me happy. We see that in the confessionals. Um, She talks to all of the queens who are in the safe group. And for each queen, Ben says, I can't send her home. And as far as um, not being able to send people home, um, we, we know that about Ben. That's not what she wanted to do. I was reading a Vulture article and Ben was there just to do drag. It's um, It was an interview. It's on Vulture. We can post the link on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But um, all Ben said was, you know, I was here to do drag. I was here to have fun. As long as I was having fun and performing, that's all I cared about. When the drama came is when I checked out. With that being said, 
Ben knows that there's a chance for all of that. You know, producers are going to try to stir the pot. You know, the queen's egos alone at this point, you're on an all-star season. There's going to be drama. There's no way around that. So did Ben just not know how to process it or what? I think, well, Ben said she was there to just do drag, basically. Kind of what you said was to do drag, and she was there to do... to to show that she was, a, you know, could do better in the competition than she did mm-hmm. on her season. Like, yeah, I think, she said she was having fun, and that's why she did so well. Yeah, so I think Ben was there just to show, you know, do... I think Ben just loves drag, and Ben mm-hmm. wanted to do drag and didn't want to have to deal with all the drama aspect of it. So, you know, after consistently basically winning every week, she was like, well, girl... And she even I think she even said it, like, in her outro package. She was like... Well, I think the title means more to other people than it means to me. Like, I don't need the title. Like, I've yeah. basically, like, I've won every every week. Like, I've, I won, like, yeah. enough. <laughs> she, she knows she could have had it if she wanted it. Yeah, but she was being nice and kind of like, well, let me give these other queens a chance to be in the spotlight sort of thing. Yeah, I think from a competitor's standpoint, because I did a lot of, um, there was no marching band in Alaska, but there was a lot of jazz band and (laughs) symphonic bands, like festivals. From a competitor's standpoint, I've never been in drag, so I'm relating this to my performance background. You want to compete against the best. So the queens were kind of shocked and upset by ben just um making the decision she did which we're pretty close to saying what that was because it's like what is our performance validated by you know okay we have these other queens to compete against but you have won five out of six weeks you know you are you are the one to take down beating these other queens won't mean it won't mean as much as beating you and I saw a lot of people on Twitter were saying like, oh, well, now we're going to have to put an asterisk next to whoever wins Drag Race because Ben exactly. was the true winner. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I thought that, um, so we can just go ahead and discuss it because this is just like the Ben episode and mm-hmm. all the looks were cute, haha, whatever, fun, cute, kishy, whatever, campy. Um, ben goes home. Ben... Mm-hmm. Sharpies out the lipstick because she's in the top two. She wins the lip sync. Brings Morgan back. Brings Morgan back. Trixie's face crack was amazing. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> oh. I love Trixie just like gasping. She was like, holy everything. crap. <laughs> that took that took me out alone because I had so many feelings when this happened. I was angry. I was understanding. And then I was like sad. But... Ben goes home, basically stating, you know, I've shown everything I can here. I think there are other queens that have way more to show than I do and deserve this title more than I do. So I'm going to bow out. And Rue was shocked. The whole judging panel was just shocked, floored. Everybody's face was on the ground. And and here's the whole tea about the lipstick situation from Trixie. So, so I guess I'll, 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 I think I'm going to include some sound clips from the night too later. Um, just kind of like it'll, you, so you can hear the words straight from her mouth because I've been doing a lot of paraphrasing this. That would podcast. be cool because I only know what I've read from the Vulture article. Yeah. So, so basically the tea is that, so her, um, Binda La Creme and Trixie had this joke 
about how, you know, because she, you know, Bing kept winning, that they were going to write in white out on one of the, on one of the lipsticks, RuPaul's name. Oh, <laughs> oh no. my God. But so then, so <laughs> then we get to this one. And um, so she, she was like, oh, I want to like white out, you know, put my name on there. And she goes, well, there's no white out there, of course. So she's like, where do I get white out? And then she remembers in episode two, Thorgy Thor painted her fingernails with white out. So oh. while they're doing the deliberation, Ben goes to Thorgy and goes, hey, girl, you got that white out in your bag still? And she's like, yeah, why? <laughs> and Ben's like, don't worry oh about it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, that was not in the article. What Ben said, um, I mean, not saying it didn't happen, but what Ben said was, you know, while the cameras, I knew the cameras were not on me, I smuggled these items into my bra <laughs> because she had made up her mind. And then also, and so, so yeah, so basically she did, she wasn't sure that they were going to let her eliminate herself basically. So she, Uh the lipstick she did choose in case they did not let her eliminate herself, the queen that she would have, would have sent home had they not let her eliminate herself was Kennedy. Yes. Okay, good. I didn't know that. So she, like, went ahead and put another lips, like, just her own, and then she had Kennedy's in there, too. Well, she whited, she probably crossed out Kennedy's name and said, well, this was Kennedy's, but I put my name on it. Yeah, or just, like, on a different side of the lipstick or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so so had they not let her eliminate herself, and she had, they were going to be like, well, you have to pick one, then it was going to be Kennedy. Okay, we're going to get into this in a second, but... I um also the article said um she knew that she had a split second to make that decision because she wasn't sure if they would let her follow through with that decision but because um she she got away with it basically because nobody had time to prep for that right so she was just like I'm sending myself home and that's what it was yeah now did that paint a dark cloud over the season because like you said earlier Seth everybody's gonna think well you know Ben was a true winner and now Kennedy knows well that should have been me going home that night and if I if I still lose you know that's technically Kennedy losing twice if I were Kennedy I'd be like well fuck my damn, drag I, right yeah exactly <laughs> fuck my drag right I was supposed to go home, and now I'm going home. As she's, like, following into the abyss, she's like, fuck my dress. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. And she said that after it was all over, she went to go hand the the lipstick back to the producer. And the lips, the producer just went, like, did one of those, like, Like, where you, like, oh, your God. head. <laughs> like, where it's, like, your head explodes. <laughs> I mean, it was nuts. Like, I, like, Stoney was spoiled. I, I told, I told y'all, I go on a social media blackout. We're working on that. We're going to try to watch live so we can engage with you all. But I was on a social media blackout, so I had no idea what happened. So when I watched, I was just, like... I need to text, like, ten people. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely been, though, pulled, like... I mean, this is something that is going to be, like... It's legendary. It's an epic, like, moment on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, that will forever be remembered. Like... 
I don't Miscongeniality, know. Yeah. five out of six wins, and then you decide to send like, yourself home. I don't know. Like, if Ben would have just, like, slayed the rest of the season and won, like, it would have been awesome. Yeah. But, like, this is also kind of epic in its own way that she's just like, bye, I'm out, y'all. Bye, like, girl. don't need this. She's <laughs> like, bye. And walked bye. out. <laughs> and actually, I thought it was funny because Ben, in, in that moment, Ben de la Creme, and even Aja says it, Ben de la Creme totally comes for Shangela's Daenerys. So Ben, ben de la Creme <laughs> becomes Daenerys and yeah. has now has <gasps> the, the official title Ben de la Christ, Savior of Morgan and the Drag Queens. Wow, well, I did, I did, I did not make that connection. That's perfect. Yes. So, so Aja, you know, officially names and and Ben de la Christ was trending for a long. Time. It may <laughs> still be trending on on. TV. It was. It was. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars three was the most, um, the highest trending tweets. In the world last night, or Holy whenever cow. it aired, whenever it aired, it's Saturday now, so Thursday night it was the the highest trending tweet in the wow. world. That's, that's insane. Yeah, that's that nuts. is wild. Um, and Bendela did that. That's ugh, I feel like such a rock star, but just nope. no more whiteout. All the no more whiteout. <laughs> that's what Rue said. Yeah, no more whiteout, girl. <laughs> So, yeah, it was insane, and it was really cool in the Seattle, um, you know, to get to see it in Seattle with Binda LaCrim, because when she won the, when she won both the challenge and the, the lip sync, it was mm-hmm. so loud in the room. Like, everyone was screaming and cheering. I bet. How I was, awesome is that? Oh, I thought I was going to be, like, deaf or something, or, like, the room was going to collapse. It was so loud. Everyone was so, so like, happy. Oh gosh! And then afterwards, you know, if you looked on our Instagram and Twitter, you got to see what Ben's would be final finale dress would have been her peacock look at TFC Pod. Awesome. It's so epic that it's dress. It's so good. So she kind of like you know struts out, does that, and kind of gives a little speech and gets very teary eyed, and and she's kind of choked up a little bit. It was really cute. I really enjoyed the clips. I mean, we know Ben is creative as fuck, so I was not shocked by the level of that look, but it was just so beautiful, and the way she went out, I mean, I'm just going to say that I support Ben's decision. I think all of this, for me, comes back to a mental health kind of approach like if i know an environment's not good for me i'm not gonna stay in it right and i think the way ben went out was very um very professional the reasoning she provided but i think there's an undertone from the viewers it's like well just say that you couldn't handle sending people home i get that side but i think that ben was just doing what ben needed to do because you can't you can't people just see celebrity and they forget that they're human that's a lot for a person mm-hmm. so a lot of ben ben is emotionally intelligent enough to, to say i cannot do this that was a subliminal message so i'm gonna bow out i've had my success i've won five out of six weeks these other queens it's their turn i've done what i need to do yeah well, and i liked that she bowed out in grace and in just so that Rue knew, graceful. you know, very just so knew, Rue knew that it wasn't disres- out of any disrespect and that she yeah. didn't respect Rue. I liked that she did that, too. Yeah, very respectful and graceful. Yeah, and I guess I kind of just wanted to summarize, like, my thoughts on the situation because I think there's a couple points. Like, 
like I know that like a lot of people have been saying like oh we'll just own it like do like just come out and like eliminate it like just Gen- say why and Kennedy's been like <laughs> like all season long people have been like piling on Ben like Shangela saying oh this girl she's so wishy-washy she's doing it for the cameras this 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 and it's like okay well not everyone's the same like people handle conflict in different ways mm-hmm. and it's okay that Ben doesn't necessarily want to like you know eliminate people just i mean people are different like some people are okay with that some people aren't it's like you just have to know yourself and i don't think there's anything wrong with um like ben saying that like i just want to focus on myself like if you look at um like other professions or like if you're an athlete or something like athletes don't like necessarily tear down other um athletes right they focus on themselves and make themselves better and make themselves the best that they can be yeah Yeah. and it's the same thing with drag like you don't have to tear other they build themselves up and they figure out how to weigh they fit themselves into the team right but they're still working on them and it is a reality show competition so that's like going to happen on a reality show but Mm -hmm. like I guess what I'm saying is it's okay if somebody like Ben is like, that's not what I'm really into. And like Ben came on the show, she did her thing and slayed it. Mm -hmm. And like, she's going to go down like as one of the greatest Queens on the show. It was epic. Okay. And it was epic. It's just like, that's the annoyance. Yeah. She went out on top and that's why like it annoyed me just like, I've been annoyed with it all season, like how people have just been piling on like Ben's decisions. And like, even when she was going, she eliminated herself. Like Thorgy was just kind of like annoyed. And I, I don't know if yeah, was she said she was too, just but... doing like the princess way. Yeah. Like she's Thorgy painted it in a way. And we love Thorgy. You guys remember she's our mm-hmm. fave. She's on our cover photo, but it's just more like, but she's like, thinking she's higher than everybody right that's not the vibe i got and i was just Mm -hmm. more like get over it like that's her decision if she wants to be on the show then you have to respect like if she wants to leave like let her leave like it's not your decision yeah somebody else's (laughs) you are all rue queens but you all have different rupaul's drag race experiences so let her have hers so those are my thoughts on the Ben situation. No, I think that's all fair. I mean, and I just, I don't know. I, I'm happy for Ben. And, and one thing kind of Ben did touch on at the screening was that Drag Race isn't about winning. It's about going on the show and making an impression. So yeah. I think that kind of went to her aspect of bowing out because she's like, well, I came, I won all these challenges, yeah. I made my impression. I've accomplished this already. Yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. I won, let mm-hmm. these other people have a chance because she's a yeah. gracious queen. And now, you know, I don't think it was her intention. Sure, all the viewers are like, well, Ben is a true winner of All Stars 3, but I don't think that was Bendela's imp- um, intention. And I mm-hmm. think intention's very important. I don't think that there's any malicious intent here. Ben is taking care of Ben mm-hmm. and the viewers just need to get over it. That was the decision and they need to respect it. If they're true yep. fans and respect Ben, they need to respect it. Yep. End of story. <laughs> Gosh, what a crazy episode. Girl, we have like done the longest episode. We're almost, we're at like over an hour and a half already. 
Woo! I hope you guys aren't fired because you're like listening to this on your lunch and you like forgot to go back or something. Yeah, I, <laughs> I should. <laughs> we should have warned you guys ahead of time to get an extra bowl of popcorn ready that this was going to be Ooh. a long one. <laughs> I know. I'm about ready for some more Pinot Grigio here. Yes, girl. I'm not drinking, but I'm drunk in love for a bit of a me too. Love me too. Love. We love Sorry. you, Ben. If you're listening, um, we support everything you've done, and what a great season! And sorry for Beyonce for just butchering your song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Beehive forgives you. I'll Sorry, Beehive. I'm a platinum member. It's fine. Sorry, he's Beehive. fine. Everyone, calm, calm now. He didn't mean it. <laughs> he didn't mean it. Oh gosh. And but like we said earlier, I think we are gonna put uh, some sound clips from the screaming party. We're gonna put our receipts at the end. There might be other stuff we didn't talk about, but um, yes, please chip. Please um chip um gosh chip in. Chip in. What is this? A fucking um, potluck? I don't <laughs> I know. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who's bringing Please the share tater your salad? Th- oh my god. Ooh, they call me Tater Salad. Ew. <laughs> is that your drag name? Tater Salad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now coming to the stage, Miss Tater Salad. <laughs> everyone knows my drag name. It's a Roscon Pollo. Oh, yeah. A Roscon Pollo. That's true. But anyway, remember to tell your friends and family about us on um, social media. Subscribe on Stitcher now. We're live on Stitcher for all you Android users. Yes. Thanks for coming, podcast. Give us a search and a subscribe. Make sure you rate us and leave uh, you know some commentary also because you'll help us get noticed and we would like lots of attention. So <laughs> make sure that you leave a message. Tell your friends to watch us. With every rate and review, you're helping other RuPaul Drag Race fans yeah, find us. It's like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. We are not. We are not um, a very popular TV station that it's, provides cable. It's like Enron. <laughs> We're just gonna commit some fraud. Real quick. So, oh say all you have to do is hire or tell your three friends, this and then your terrible. three friends tell their three friends, <laughs> and then you'll get a check for five thousand dollars. Get out yeah. of here. Okay, <laughs> good. Really, iTunes. we're getting five thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my god, yes. nobody's getting five thousand dollars. I don't even have my Casper mattress sponsorship yet. Oh gosh, we need to get that. In the well, world. that comes at the next level of the pyramid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hell no. Tell your friends Once about get- us. Rate us five stars. <laughs> Yeah, tell them five stars, not a girl. Scheme podcast. <laughs> These trashy heifers over here. I'm stressed. <laughs> this is how things get accomplished. This is how Beyonce will get to know that we want to talk to her. It's a pyramid scheme. No, I'm already. I've already been saving for the next tour, so Beyonce is gonna know because I'm gonna be like basically sitting on her the next seat I purchase. You're gonna sit on her lap the whole show. The whole show. I'm ready. Oh, speaking of divas, can we discuss um, the diva that's gonna be on the first (laughs) season of of season ten? Miss Christina Aguilera is gonna be the guest. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I saw that today. Actually, are you pumped about I'm it? I'm so excited. I know people are like hating on her because they think she's flop Tina, but she's actually the queen. So, um, y'all need to I stop like hating. I like Christina. I mean, we all know that she's a bitch. What celebrity isn't? I mean, I... most some aren't. Some, some. Yeah, that doesn't mean all. 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm one of the haters. <laughs> Rude. Wait, she so wait. Can blow. Let me ask you a question. If you had to go to a concert and be front row for a diva, would you rather go see Christina Aguilera or Katy Perry? Oh, Christina. Christina. Because yes. Katy Katie is just problematic <laughs> as fuck. I'm not even gonna get it. I mean, into Christina's it. fine. I like her. She's <laughs> like, alright. But like, why it does Mariah sounds... Carey get to be like a total bitch to everyone? But it, if Christina tries to own her That's shit... That's because Mariah owns that shit. I mean, oh, she Yeah, just I think that's why, honestly. She just doesn't need to perform ever again. I think but Christina's she's just basically rich and being fun. That's all Mariah Carey is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. see. I guess I'm still like annoyed. So like, here's why I don't like Christina. <laughs> I'll just briefly tell you why. Ten so later. this goes back to wait. Is she not a natural? This bomb? goes no. This goes back to the Bionic oh, Woman oh, album, oh, where she, like this was like when Lady Gaga was like on her like it was like born this oh, or not born this way, but her um, style. Uh, what's the name of that song? Why can't I think of it? The monster. Way? The monster. I'm a monster. Beautiful monster. Oh my god. Alejandro. Her second album, the, the Fame Monster. Uh, Bad Romance. The Fame Monster. The Fame yeah. Monster. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. So this was during that Sorry, time. Oh but Jesus I remember Christ. Christina Pause done like girl. several. Christina done several interviews where she was like, she pretended like she didn't even know who Lady Gaga was, and everyone oh, was like, right. "Okay, bitch." Super like, shady. Your video was the same as like. She tried Lady to play Gaga's it off video. like as being cool, but it did not work. Yeah. You know, and somebody would say, oh, I don't know who that is, but it just did not work the way she delivered it. But see, like, I think that, like, when Gaga was on um, the first episode, like, I truly believe, like, Gaga watches Drag Race. Maybe I'm wrong. but No, I, I think so. I feel Gaga like was she on Drag watched... Race, girl. Already. That's the only reason Gaga got to show up and say nobody goes but, like, home when I'm on your show. Does Christina really watch Drag Race? <laughs> like she probably has never seen the fucking show. Like we don't know that. I I don't disagree with you. All the gays love Christina. I'm sure we'll she, see how much she knows. I don't know. We'll see. She better know. Something. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Because let's, here's let's here's the thing. If you follow RuPaul Michelle's podcast, I wonder if she'll be on the podcast if she's not so. on Rue's podcast i hope she is too but if she's not on the podcast that would say a lot in my opinion yeah because i know with gaga they had her on the podcast she only because you can like make time minutes. for a conversation yeah it yeah. might be a shorter one but at least give something yeah there's a window gaga was gaga scheduled down to her like her daily shits i'm sure so if christina can't schedule a talk that's gonna be super shady I know. Well, we'll see. I'm looking forward to. We'll see. I hope she shows up. The yeah. Christina challenge. Yeah. Oh my god! Night of a thousand Christinas. They could totally do that for the for the first challenge. <laughs> Who's gonna see? Like basically the same as Gaga. Yeah. Oh! Oh my god! You just called it. That's gonna be a challenge. Yeah, it has to be. All the Christina looks. Wait, and the Bionic Woman look, will that be Gaga or Christina, though? <laughs> it depends on who's brave enough to pull that shit out. I know. Not and me. There better not be a bunch of kimonos again. No kimonos. <laughs> but And they better have the lip sync, sync song be a Christina Aguilera song, because that was the true travesty of this episode, was that Emma Bunton was there, and they couldn't even get you know get secure the rights for them to lip sync a Spice <laughs> Girl song. 
Oh, I know. Yeah, it's expensive as hell. Do you know? Yeah, I'm sure it is expensive. They're going on Um, tour again soon. Spice Girls tour going on tour. I saw that. Yes. Um, Maybe they'll maybe they'll do a um a Britney Christina challenge. (laughs) Split them into teams. Hit me, baby. One more nope. (laughs) One more nope. (laughs) Thing is. Britney would be really good on Drag Race because she already knows how to lip sync. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't lip sync, girl. Didn't you see that video where she sang live without a backing track to prove that she sings live in Vegas? Oh, no. Get Don't it, Britney. Leave Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. I know, now I have the Britney and Christina fans after me. I know. Sony's the BI will off. protect you. Oh, God. She's above everyone. Yeah. The, the, the agency will save you. We got you, girl. <laughs> <I'm a platinum laughs> All right. Well, should we call well, this guys, one? Because we're at an hour fun. and 45 minutes. Yeah, and I have to still think, put clips at the end. <laughs> I think we need to end this now. I'm like really tired, y'all. Love you guys. I have, I have snacks to eat. So bye. Bye. Thanks for coming. No, I've just been, I've been doing a lot of shows around the U.S. Uh, I've been doing both a lot of like the club appearances that normally come with the drag race um, thing. And God, you people are easy to please. Pander, pander, pander. Pander, pander, pander. Um, body like wow. at a nightclub and I say circle gets a square and that's all I have to do. The beautiful thing about Drag Race is you work really hard for like five weeks and then you basically just coast for two years. I have one thought. Uh, Kennedy's thoughts on voting based and not voting based on track record makes a lot of sense. If you have a bad For her track record. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's... blows to eliminate people. And every person who's on there wants to be there so badly. And that's the bottom line. That's why it's hard to eliminate people. It's not, it's not hard because it's necessarily hard to quantify. It's hard because this is the opportunity of a lifetime. This is something that drag queens all over the world are trying to strive to right now, right? Like this is every episode equals uh, something meaningful so for these girls. And, um, and so, yeah, no, it was, I mean, that decision to send Morgan home was the really right difficult. One. Was, huh, the right oh. one? That's the thing, there is no right one! There really isn't, and that's the truth, right? It's like, we, we go on there, we make the decisions they make, they edit it to make us either look like we're angels or assholes for making those decisions. But the reality is, that all of these people deserve things for different reasons. It's the same thing I was saying about Milk in past viewing parties, right? Like, we just got to see a little bit of a different side of her. The thing is that the depiction of Milk, it's not that it's not the truth, it's that it's not the whole truth. And there's 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 more going on. And so, um, wow, I really blew out of that specific question. <laughs> but, um, but, the, but the reality is that with the, with the Morgan elimination, um, did I think she was not an especially strong performer in that challenge? Absolutely. But it's not like I'm sending the weak, uh, the strongest person home. When Morgan was the only one with that mentality, and so I was like, yes, I will be hypocrite for one episode in order to move forward drama-free from this moment forward. Didn't work! 
Well, my, my favorite quote when I wrote down is not, I am not available to be vented. <laughs> I think maybe, I don't know if this was a long time ago, I think maybe the full thing I said was like, I am available for a conversation. If you're hurt, like, we can talk about that. If you think what I did was was the wrong choice and you want to process your feelings with me, I mean, like, I'm that person. I'm from the Pacific Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not just, I'm, I'm not here to receive your anger. Yes. Yeah. Trixie is such an idiot. So funny. I love her so so much. So clever. Her banter with Adam Lambert is like, that should be the show. <laughs> Why am I watching 4G yell at people and roll their eyes? Give me Trixie sassing Adam Lambert all day every Okay, so there's two reasons that I went with Goth Kitty. Let me tell you what they were. So the first one was that. It was that I was like, I was like, okay, these are the, I was trying to write lyrics and they all kept coming out kind of grim. And I was like, crap, how am I gonna channel this? And then I was like, oh, just make the character appropriate to these lyrics. And then I was looking around at my group, or maybe not in then, maybe simultaneously. I was looking around at my group. We have, what, Diva Kitty, Glitter Kitty, and Jungle, Jungle. Kitty, which is essentially also a Diva Glitter Kitty. <laughs> So basically, I'm like, oh, cool, so there's five of us, three of us, our character is drag queen. <laughs> Trixie comes right out of left field, she's like, I'm a sexy nerd. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, how do we contextualize this? Like, and like, what does the group need? It needs right. a lot. It needs what something. It, need? it needs something with the same energy as what Trixie's doing, yes, right? Like, it, it needs, needs a something point. with that same like camp and specificity, and then it needs something that is not. Yes. So that's how we settled on Goth Kitty. For better or worse, we'll see how it shakes out. We talk a lot. Uh, we text fairly regularly. There's like, there's a group text with all of the girls, but there's a few of the girls that I text with one-on-one -on -one fairly regularly, and Morgan is one of them. She's amazing. Now, um, it's, okay, so I originally was not sure, I originally was not sure if I was going to do Drag Race or not, uh, All-Stars. Uh, I love this show. It's an incredible show. Yes. It's a revolutionary show. It has changed the landscape of our culture. It is a backlash to, I mean, I think that its success is a, is a, is a backlash to what's happening in Washington. That's real. That's people voting with their Hulu or whatever. I mean, I wish they'd vote more with their regular voting things, but... Um, And, uh, but I also, you know, All-Stars 2, I was like, it was a bummer to watch my friends have to send each other home. Yes. I didn't, I've never, I, you know, that's not my, that's not my favorite part of things. So, um, so yeah, it was, the whole time I was there, you know, the, the, the show shows me, you know, there's a lot of cuts to me going, <laughs> being sort of like a pug whenever somebody asks me. <laughs> Why you send somebody home? <laughs> um, but it's because, but it's 
it's because it it sucks too. Like, I love drag. I've loved drag my whole life. I want to do drag. I've always wanted to do drag. This is what drag is right now. This is the biggest um, container for drag. It's holding up drag. It's showing the community to the world. Um, but then, you know, then you also have to be like, listen, I really love you, and also I'm going to, um, like, put a real damper on your whole career. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's crazy, crazy, crazy thing. Um, it's also not, I just don't think it's fair, right? That one of you would have to go, or someone would have to come. Oh, I can get Kennedy on speakerphone if you want to chat. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you guys how, um, proud I am to have had this time on Drag Race on both seasons, um, not just to show what I could do, I feel very good about what I was able to showcase here on All Stars 3, but I also, um, drag is so meaningful to me for so many reasons, and it's a huge, it's a huge phenomenon right now, it's a huge cultural phenomenon in which we all get to share it, and it's, it's amazing, but it's, it's born out of rebellion, and it's born out of deciding who you want to be, how you want to value things in the world, how you want to make your own decisions. It's about creating your own rules, and it's about winning in your own way. And so thank you. The thing, like, they are all, they're all incredible queens. There's nobody, here's, a, and the other thing about bringing back Morgan, which is not the question you asked, but it's the question I'm asking myself. Uh, the, the thing about bringing back Morgan is that the thing is that this, 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 right, we talk about it as a competition. This competition is about how far you get, it's about how far you get. It's not, it's about the opportunity you get to make an impression, right? Like, it's, these girls, it's like, I don't know who's gonna get the crown, I don't know, but these girls are here to continue to make an impression. And Morgan's the one who got to make least of one, and she gets another episode. She's an incredible, fierce queen. And now we get to see more of what she has done. Because I walked off set and the producers were literally like, were you planning this the whole time? But it was, I was not. This all came together in about 12 hours. And it was like that, do you know that M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie? <laughs> Signs? You know how it's like, you know how they're like, why is this weird little blonde girl leaving water glasses all over the house? And then they're like, it's to kill aliens. There's a baseball bat by the nightstand because I have to kill aliens with a water glass. So that's what this was like. Um, no, but it was, it was. Let me tell you why. It was this thing where it was continued to be a very, very difficult choice. And then everybody, all the girls were in the workroom and they were all like, um, we don't think that we should have to go home. We're the top five, this doesn't make any sense. And I was like, I think I'm less passionate about than any of the rest of you. Like, I'm like, I'm like, you guys all seem really pressed in a way that I don't feel. All right, so that's one piece. Here's another piece. Um, Morgan McMichaels was always the decision that I was kind of like, is this the right decision? I don't know, it feels weird, you know? Uh, but, like, it's a decision I made and we moved forward and then whatever. And then she and I got to talk. I was like, oh, there's something else going on here. Maybe, like, maybe we. Something crazy happening over there. Uh, <laughs> You know, like, like there's, there's a, 
this is another piece, you know? Morgan, Morgan feels like she just didn't get the opportunity to shine because I had the impression that she was not willing to be here in the same way that the rest of us were here to be. But then, uh, in speaking to her, I was like, no, this is just another queen just trying to figure out how to be here, how to make decisions, how to do things. That's what we're all doing. And then, Trixie and I had had this joke ongoing on stage, where we were or on set, where we were like, one of these weeks, we should just write RuPaul's name in white <laughs> on the lipstick. So it was a joke, it was a joke. It was this constant joke, right? And then, all the girls came back, and I was like, wait a second. Morgan should come back, and Morgan goes like the means for That makes perfect sense. That's like this balance thing. And then I could go home. And then, but how am I gonna do that? Oh, there was this joke about whiteout, but there's no whiteout on set. And then I remembered, Thorgy Thor, on episode two, painted her fingernails with whiteouts. <laughs> So I went to Thorgy while we were doing all that deliberation. And I said, Thorgy, do you still have that white out in your bag? She said, yeah, what do you need it for? I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> Science.